Hey, welcome to the Creative Marriage Podcast. I'm Ed, this is Lisa. We're so excited to bring this to you. You know, we've just written a book called The Creative Marriage. Love for you to pick that up. It's newly updated, expanded, illustrated. It's now available at exomarriage.com slash store or Amazon. Today we're talking about part two and a little um, a session on sex. Creative intimacy. Yes, time to remove the barriers and get down to what sex is. Because How- once we know what sex is, then we can know what sex does. Okay, give us a quick refresher on what sex well, is. God invented, about this. God invented it. Um, Jesus modeled it through his intimacy with the church. He models it. And then people need it. We desperately need it in marriage. And we need God's perspective of it. Yeah, so we have a little acrostic. The word sex, sex, S-E-X, it's supernatural, it's enjoyable, and it's not X-rated. It's God-created. So with that in mind, we've covered last time um, some of the sex busters and sex builders. So let's do a little refresher of just the sex busters um, from last time. So sex buster number one was you have unrealistic ideas of sex. We talked about the temptation of pornography, of you know magazines, stuff like that. Um, the sex builder would be to see through the smokescreen about what sex really is and the value of intimacy with your spouse. Sex buster number two was you don't understand your spouse's sex drive. And mm. that's going to lead us into the first one for today. Yeah. Because people always ask us, because we, we wrote a book um, called The Sex Experiment, and we, we did this book tour, and one of the biggest uh, questions was, how often should we do it? Am I going to answer that, or are you going to answer You can that? answer first, and then I'll, then I'll um Okay, so if you're asking that question, um, there's not a definite answer. You have to weigh in on the needs of your spouse. You know, we've talked in these podcasts about uh, communication, the value in that, and understanding one another's needs, understanding one another's sex drive is part of that communication. And a wife needs to understand the privilege that we have to fulfill the desires of our spouse. And actually, the Bible talks about that, not to uh, deprive one, deprive another. one another. It's first, so in if, other you're, words, if you're needing a scripture reference, First yes. Corinthians 7, 5, and come together yeah, we can again. Quote that verse to each other. And come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of control. So we don't we don't want to deprive would, one another. I would say too, Lisa. I would say we have to know our nose. It's it's how you say no. I mean, if one you know is not in the mood or whatever, um, you you don't say no because that's shaming no, your spouse. Yeah. Like if you yeah. give that, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Don't touch me like that. That's shaming your spouse. Yeah. Say how about this? Say no with an appointment. No. In an hour. Did no. You, did you know? I know you know tomorrow this. Tomorrow morning. No. Whatever. Did you know, because we've written about this, um, that when you say no to your spouse, you're messing up your fellowship with God. Nobody thinks about that. 
No. What do you mean by that? That is compelling. If God gave us as married couples the gift of sex, when we're saying no, a steady diet of no, 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 a constant no or negative vibe with our sex life with our spouse uh-huh. that it it's deeply rooted in what God is doing in our life that we're we're having we have an issue with our relationship with God. So it's fine to say no, but really with an appointment, right? Yes. No, so with the, an appointment. The twenty-four hour rule. That's a good. One. The twenty-four hour rule. That that that's good. Yeah. So if you let's just say. You know that you're tired, and or maybe you're not feeling well, or mm-hmm. the proverbial "I've got a headache." Now, I have to tell you though that that is kind of uh, it. It can be disputed because a lot of times we get in bed at night and you're reading your book or whatever, and it's like, "Oh, not 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 tonight, honey, not tonight." And then sometimes I'm you know, tired. guys, we'll see our, our our wives, and they'll have on that "not tonight, honey" nightgown. Which basically could be an old football jersey or, you know, something. That'll that'll kill a rally. (laughs) That'll kill a rally. We have to laugh. We have to laugh. We have to laugh. But if you find yourself saying no, and I have seen this scenario play out in our early married days, not so much recently, but in our early married days, it's like, oh, the kids were crazy today. There was so much on the agenda. I'm just tired. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. And then invariably, the phone rings my cell phone i get a text and all of a sudden i'm energetically and I'm thinking answering. where was that a second ago when i made my move yeah she was tired when i made yeah. the move in and other now words, on the phone it's like she has this this burst of energy so in other words we have to be very cautious yes. in saying that we're tired when we're really just pushing our spouse away so and the 24 know, hour rule yeah so, so at least what you said is so so true in that a diet of no without an appointment, it, ca- it, it will increase the temptation. The, temptation the, yeah. the, the temperature of the wandering eyes of, mm-hmm. of all, all sorts of things uh, online. So let's go back to the 24-hour rule. Okay. So if you're going to say no, say no with an appointment, yes. meaning within the next 24 hours, let's set a time. Let's let's make it happen. And that is um, doable because we're going to give ener- – maybe we'll reserve some energy that we would normally give our kids during the day or something like that so that we can make sure we have energy within the next 24 hours. So for, we for can sex. schedule – yeah. Sex. Schedule sex. Sex. So. Do we go, how do you say that? Combine those two words. Sex. Let me see. Schedule. Schedule sex. No. How do you, how do you sexual, put sex in? Sexual dole. Sexual dole. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, and okay. Um, sex builder. Stop depriving. I mean, sex builders stop depriving one another, right? So yeah, you're yeah. making excuses. Sex builder is stop depriving one another. As I mentioned in our last episode, it's a privilege Yes, it this is. is our covenant relationship. And, so how do okay. and a lot of the yes. no's come from the perspective of sex that was brought into the marriage. Maybe you were promiscuous before marriage and you have um, horrible images, 
or maybe abuse or, or, or all, you could have yeah, been anything, abused. Anything, what are you yeah. bringing into the relationship that maybe is creating that environment to say no, no, mm-hmm. because there's pain involved. That's where you need to seek a Christian counselor so that your marriage can thrive in this area. If your sex life is not what it needs to be, mm-hmm. then both husband and wife will suffer the consequences. So take tremendous effort in getting some wise counsel and helping if someone who can help you overcome Mm -hmm. that pain that you may be bringing into it. That might be one aspect. It could be that for some reason you think sex is taboo. You know, maybe you have that perspective and that, and sex is not taboo in marriage. Mm -hmm. It is a beautiful, intimate thing between the husband and the wife. Again, That's like good. you said, worship, discipleship. Yeah, I um, have, have have written about this, at least in, in answer it this way. You know, for most men, we need to have a sexual release about every 72 hours. That's what, three so, days? Yeah, so if you're asking, days? I mean, if you want to get that specific, it would be around that time. And that can vary depending on how old you That's are, true. how young you are. You know, there's yeah. different... different um, does I don't know what the levels of desire that you have levels. at different times in your life. But again, you have to talk about that and make mm-hmm. sure that you're energetically fulfilling your spouse's need. Here's and, a- and, and, you know, as, as far as scheduling it, that's why I think when it comes to, okay, some are saying, well, we got teenagers, we got kids and they're all over the house and blah, 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 blah. You know, when kids were small, Hopefully you had a bedtime, a time where you put them down. If you have teenagers running around, they just have a tell later them, bedtime. yeah, okay, you need to be in your room at, let's say, 9.30 p.m. If not, you might you see come, something. You, you walk around the house, you <laughs> might see something crazy. Boy, you've Woo! never seen teenagers stay wow, in their room. All they have to do is see that one time. They'll never come out again. So... <laughs> That's but it's true, though. That's true. Because it's what true. is it, it is. kids? Keeping, Keeping intimacy, intimacy at a distance, distance successfully. successfully. Yeah. So your kids can be something that gets kids, in the way. But you have to negotiate and no joke, around them. No joke. You and I used to tell our our kids, you know, when they were younger, they had a bedtime. Now I'll tell you, a popular thing that's happening right now is having your children sleep with you. And boy. There's nothing in the Bible. No, it's my opinion. It's my opinion. It says, don't let, thou shalt not let your children sleep with you. It's not there. But when you allow your children to sleep with you consistently, you are bringing them into the sanctuary Mm -hmm. of your bedroom. Ed and I have taught our children that our bedroom is a special place. That's right. It's a sanctuary for you and me, right? Mm -hmm. Of worship, sanctuary of worship. It's that's, and we should have sex at least. This is serious, you know, at least once a week because no, no, I'm saying, yeah, no, I'm just saying minimum once a week because you know, we we, we go to worship at least once once a a week. week. But having your children, you've got to have space, and I believe, I and a place, and I believe it teaches your children that your relationship is the most important. That space is the most important. It's a retreat for you and your spouse. 
And so we taught that from a very young mm-hmm. age. They had a bedtime. And then when they got to be teenagers, it was, you know, you might want to stay in your room because dad and I, you know, we're going to enjoy one another's company. And, I'm, and, I'm and happy they knew too, what that meant. And I'm happy, too, that we brought the bed back in church because for far too long, the church has sort of kicked out yeah, the bed. We didn't really... We didn't really talk about it. You've and, done a lot of messages yeah. on this. And we actually, in our book, we wrote a book several years ago called The Sexperiment. That is kind of a shocking title, but we unpack a lot of these things. We also talk about it in the Creative Marriage book, but in the Sexperiment book, we go into detail about all of the, you know, the, yeah. the tough topics Yeah, we, we even, um, when we launched the book, we put a bed on top of the roof of our church. We have a a pretty large church and and the, the building's pretty pretty tall so so we did that and it was kind of like a, a, a what do you like an advertisement or it's a book release book release yeah, that's what yeah, you call yeah. It. and so it, it it gave that message so hopefully people will take that message and and receive it and one of the things in that book was the next sex buster which is sex buster that you are stuck in monotony it's commonplace. It's not exciting. Mm-hmm. Why is it not exciting? Are you not thinking about it creatively? Are mm-hmm. you not planning special dates? Are you not um, dressing the part? You know, a lot of times, as you mentioned, we have that not tonight nightgown on that's just old Ooh. and tattered. Um, well, let's just talk about the guys. Whoa, that's convicting. Um, it can be that as well. So, Think about yeah. why there's no excitement. Maybe you're not taking time away from each other or you're too tired from all the other things going on in your life that you've given energy to everything else. Yeah, you're not giving maybe you're on busy that. boulevard. I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. And if you're too busy, it can wear you out and you'll waste your energy where you should conserve a little bit for... So instead of being stuck in monotony, why not try and bring back romance? There's an entire book in the Bible, the Song of Solomon. Why don't you read that to one another? Mm-hmm. That's an unbelievable, sexy book in the Bible. Yes, it is. Yeah. So that's, that's a good place to start, mm-hmm. to bring romance back. Okay, so this is another one, Ed. Sex Buster number five. If you're keeping count, I know yes. we haven't given the number for all of them, but go you, go go back. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. You, you know, you could listen to the previous um, episodes, but sex buster number five. You are trashing, trashing the temple. The temple. What does this mean? Our bodies are temple of the Holy Spirit, a dwelling place, and we take care. We should take care yeah. of our bodies. Eat right. Yes. Work out. Exercise. Take care of your body. You don't have to spend a lot of money on clothes or fancy gyms. Do your part in making this temple that God's given us. It's the only one he's given us. It's our, you know, I mean, we're one and done after this one. And so do the best with what you have and present yourself well. I guess that's the most important thing. Present your self well to your spouse. And then the Bible says in Romans 12, 1, it says, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. So, I mean, our bodies matter because God made us. Mm-hmm. So we need to take care of them. And, and again, as you said, do the best. And we're not we're not putting like Ken and Barbie expectations out there that we're going to have these perfect physiques and all of that. No, we're talking about 
feeling good. When you work out and eat right, I mean, I know personally when I enjoy my um, peanut M&Ms that I enjoy, I love chocolate. Um, But if I eat it too much, I don't feel good. And I don't feel, you know, rested and relaxed. I'm not going to be presenting my best. Does that make sense? And, And if when you eat right and exercise, you have more energy, you have better self-esteem, you get your serotonin levels up, which is that mood lifter, and it's it's a big deal. But when it comes to sex, though, Lisa, again, it's 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 not always the it's not always where one is uh, it, I'm sorry, when it comes to sex, it's not like both are equally turned on. No. So one of the spouses is gonna have to go, okay, I don't feel it as much as you. Yet you make the decision, and so often the feelings follow. Oh you commit yes, yes, yes. To the act. Oh, of that's sex, a great point. That is such a great point. The feeling follows. Yeah. So in marriage, yeah, we're attracted to each other. You have to have that wow, wow, wow kind of vibe going on. But then you make this commitment, and and the feelings flow as we've been talking about back and forth. And the same is true with sex. I commit. To have sex regularly, enthusiastically, creatively, and romantically. That's good. But I know sometimes I'm not going to be as wow, wow, wow as the other, but I've still got to get my wow, wow, wow on and <laughs> do the good. deal. good. It's all about being committed. Yeah. So I hope this has been um, not only entertaining, but informative for you. And if you're liking this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Color in all the stars. That helps us yes. get the word out. And we would love, love, love to have you invite some people to join us. So it's always about keeping our marriage creative. <laughs>